It's time to dive into the latest with the Aaron Rodgers saga. The Jets, Packers, Aaron Rodgers, who has the leverage? We find out Odell Beckham Jr. rumors. Is he coming back to New York? There's so much to get into. So we're going to do it right now on the thickest New York Jets podcast on the planet right now. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Boy Green. He has said that the Jets are going to win. He doesn't even predict it. He says, I guarantee a Jet victory. The sickest New York Jets podcast. It's going to be sick. Yeah, damn right it is. Sorry. Hey, everybody. My name is Paul Esden Jr., a.k.a. Boy Green. This is the Sick Podcast with Boy Green, the sickest New York Jets podcast on the planet. I'm pleased to be with you. We need to get into the latest with the Aaron Rodgers saga, and there's much to discuss from the last time that we spoke. And to do that, let's bring in a very special guest for the first time here on the show, Gunny Gumby of the New York Jets Situation Report, gracing us with his presence. We promised that we would make this happen. Some people said, <laughs> The A team, the you know, the 92 dream team, and booyah, here we are. It's me and Gunny. And uh, Gunny, welcome to the show, man. Hey, Paul Boy Green, my man. Appreciate you for having me. Hey, look, I really do appreciate this. I know we've been talking about it behind the scenes, kind of put you on yeah. on, uh, on on blast a little bit, you know what I'm saying, on the show the other you day. Did. So, kind of excited to go ahead and see it kind of came to fruition, and now I'm here. <laughs> Again, hopefully we can put the same amount of pressure on the Green Bay Packers to just make a deal that you did to me. So uh, we are absolutely doing it again. I'm glad that your people got back to my people and then ultimately some agent-to-agent conversations uh, made this possible. So, Gunny, let's jump right into it, man. And it is the Aaron Rodgers thing. And since the last time we do these these episodes once a week, normally in the beginning of the week, so the biggest update, of course, is Aaron Rodgers going on the Pat McAfee show and says, my intention is not only to play football in 2023 but to play for the new york jets gunny uh, everyone i think saw my crazy reaction on social media but i was curious yours gunny what did you make did your brain understand when aaron Rodgers said i want to play for the new york jets what did your brain say to that well i I think the most important thing i can admit is that when i was watching this i was definitely in the office um trying to get some work done uh, probably the most the least productive day I've had in quite some time. And and <laughs> what it boiled down to is <laughs> we've been waiting for this for a long time, right? We kind of knew the Jets and the Packers wanted to get something done. And the biggest holdup this whole time has been Aaron Rodgers. And even though we had the the young talent there that, that makes it seem as if he'd be a good fit, we don't know. We don't know. Aaron Rodgers is a finicky individual. Um, and there is still a chance of retirement. So I was very nervous that we did all of this, put all this stuff together, and Aaron Rodgers will say, you know what? It's been real. Then I'm going to retire instead, or I want to stay in Green Bay. But when he said he not only intends to play, but wants to play for the New York Jets, it took everything I had to not yell at the top of my lungs. Again, being at the office um, wouldn't have been pretty much the, the space that had that happen. But, man, did I do a couple of air punches. Several air punches were thrown in my office, man. It was a lot of uh, celebration. Um, it's exciting because this is a this is a first ballot Hall of Famer who's just one year removed from back to back MVP seasons. This is a guy that literally played last year at the top ten level with a broken thumb on his throwing hand, bruised ribs, and no wide receiver ones. For anybody who thinks Aaron Rodgers is washed, I'm shocked. I don't know what they're watching, but I am ecstatic that this guy is the future quarterback for the New York Jets, even if it's just for one season. I'm ecstatic about. Uh-huh. It. 
a hundred percent. I want to make that perfectly clear. I know some fans are like, I'm not so sure about one year. I don't give a flying hoot. We just went through 12 gosh darn years of no playoffs. We just went through not one, not two, not three, four different quarterbacks last year. You're like, I'm not sure if I'm willing to commit for one year. Well, I'm not quite willing to commit that you're a freaking New York Jets fan. I question. (laughs) I I, I want to pull your, your fan card, your man card, your woman card, whatever card. I'm willing to yank it because that is absolutely ridiculous. I am all in on Aaron Rodgers now sure do we want it for two years three years four years of course yeah. we would and what I'm not going to be greedy you give me Aaron gosh darn Rodgers I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this man in so let's get to that because you know the speculation gunny the chatter was well Aaron Rodgers is holding this up the Jets yeah. are cool the Packers are cool. It's Aaron Rodgers, the one who's not. And he goes, whoa, not so actually. fast, my friend. And he, of course, says this. And Aaron Rodgers came up and said, actually, it's the Packers. They've been dragging their feet. They are the ones that are trying to hold out for compensation, which takes us to this next pressing question, Gunny. Who has the leverage? Is it the Jets? Is it the Green Bay Packers? Because I've heard a little bit of everything. Packers people say, hey, man, you guys need Aaron Rodgers bad, so you better cough up the necessary picks. And the Jets say, well, he's 39 years old, and you've been talking about him in the past tense, and you want to move the keys to Jordan Love. So we know you want to get rid of him, and we're the only team left. So who truly has the leverage here, Gunny? Like, if, if you wanted to go ahead and pick, uh, put this out in terms of, like, tip scales, right? The, the scales yeah. are definitely t- tipped in our favor. Yes, we want Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't go as far as saying that we need Aaron Rodgers. This fan base needs him. But we're still a very young yeah. roster currently still in the building process. Aaron Rodgers could be an individual that elevates everybody to go to the next level, puts us in that Super Bowl conversation. But in terms of, like, being like we need, we need, we need, we need a quarterback. And honestly, had we had an average starting quarterback uh, last year, we would have potentially won the AFC East with the caliber of performance our defense put out there. So looking at those parameters, I look at it as we want Aaron Rodgers. The fan base needs Aaron Rodgers. We're starved, (laughs) significantly starved for us to go ahead and get into the playoffs. But the pressures on the Packers. One, your your VP of uh, President of Operations came out and pretty much said, hey, not everybody finishes their career in one place, right? And we'll be glad to bring him back in the future to retire his jersey right like he's already got him out the door so we already know that um they're about to get hit with a cap number that's going to significantly limit their ability to see what their their new shiny toy and 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 jordan love can potentially bring to the table i don't think they want to go into this next season without having some pieces around jordan love which means you're going to need the second round draft pick we're going to offer you this year right to go ahead and put that there as a a weapon for him or a tool for him Corey davis is a nice piece as well (laughs) we're going to offer you that as well to help that kid grow um there's just too many things right now that really puts them in a disadvantage we already know aaron Rodgers is done there not only did he tell you he wanted to be a New York that played for New York, when he was asked the question of, well, when you came out of there, was playing for the Packers in question. He hesitated. Aaron Rodgers had no intention of playing with the Packers. You saw that in the press conference. He hesitated. So he doesn't want to go back there. The last thing you want is to go ahead and have him in the building while Jordan Love is supposed to be the next captain of the ship, uh, knowing that he's disgruntled, angry, and could potentially cause you know chaos. A lot of those guys there know their best chance to potentially still see a Super Bowl or a ring or to win games is with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. To say it's Jordan Love when he's only thrown uh, 80 throws in the NFL uh, at 60% completion uh, per percentage, I don't know if you want to have Aaron Rodgers in the building as you're trying to evaluate love. So the pressure is def- definitively on the Packers. They have to make a decision. They got to make a move. There's no advantage or buts about it. 
Well, let's get to the latest rumors and buzz. It came from Rich Simini in his Sunday morning column for ESPN. We've heard about all kinds of trade packages, some to what you've just said. The second round pick for the Jets this year, which is 43rd overall. A conditional pick, whether it be 2024 or 2025. If it was 2024, it'd be if Aaron Rodgers is still on the roster by insert league date. Or if it was 2025, you could literally make it on the condition of whether or not he plays. But Rich Simini added a new wrinkle to the puzzle. What about Jermaine Johnson? If the Jets don't want to give up up a first round pick perhaps they can skip out on that by giving a first round level talent and he said Jermaine Johnson could get the job done uh Gunny I know how I feel about those conversations but not enough people know about what you feel Do, are you cool with including a Jermaine Johnson getting a little freaky in terms of some of the player additions in lieu of draft competition what say you that's going to be a negative for me uh, Jermaine Johnson is one of the core pieces uh, of this last year's draft. Um, an edge rusher with the ability to set the edge. He's a good player in the run game already playing at a NFL caliber high level. Um, and he's only going to get better with more work. I think this kid could potentially be a pro bowler for our team moving forward. And I am not about to give up one of our prized possessions in a Brees Hall, a Jermaine Johnson. I've seen people talk about Sauce Gardner being included, Garrett Wilson. The level of I don't know what they're drinking or how high they are. None of the individuals that were drafted in the top two rounds of this past draft are going to be going. In fact, I don't even think Elijah Moore, who's also been mentioned in the conversations, is going to be leaving this team. Their options are Carl Lawson, Corey Davis, and then picks. Conditional picks next year that can potentially become as high as a first if we go to the Super Bowl. I also believe nobody as a Jets fan is going to care if we give up the 32nd uh, pick next year um, for Aaron Rodgers if it if it gets us to that point. So I, I'm I don't see in any scenario where any of our draft picks in the last uh, this last year, any of our top two round draft picks are going to be included in this in this in this trade. Um I just think that's just somebody spitting some stuff out there to go ahead and get clicks. There's just no way Joe Douglas is going to allow that to happen. A hundred percent. And by the way, if you ask me, the Packers, again, and I'm sure there's been a lot of trade options. This is complicated. You have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You have his contract situation. He's 39 years of mm -hmm. age. The Jets, the Packers. Like, There's a lot of pieces in here, so I would understand if Joe Douglas and Bryden Gundekunst, uh, uh, you know, are going back and forth a little bit on the trade offers. I could understand that, but the same thing mm -hmm. as you. Elijah Moore, hell no. Jermaine Johnson, <laughs> go screw yourself, pal. None of that. Garrett Wilson, no. Sauce Carter, get the hell out of I'm not even picking up the gosh darn phone. <laughs> people that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but you know if they call and they're like hey we want to play i'm like all right Corey davis last year of his deal denzel men's also last year of his deal you want to yep. jeremy ruckert who's cryogenically frozen in the tight end room maybe you want to go uh -huh. there fine sure we can dabble but I'd much rather give up the picks. The picks are a lotto ticket. I have no idea what that pick's going to be. The player, exactly. I know how good Elijah Moore is. I know how yep. good Jermaine Johnson is and everyone else uh, for that matter. So I 100% agree. It's got to be picks. And and again, not 13. I am just not willing to no. go there. Maybe eventually no. push to shove, but I don't want to get there because I think we could find uh, something in between from that standpoint. I want to get to this, Gunny. There's a few uh, different topics we want to get to on this episode, and it's this. Uh, here's a stat. I, I want to bring this up from Rich Simini. He mentioned this on the Flight Deck podcast, which, by the way, is spectacular. He had this, mm -hmm. this nugget. Since 2017, the New York Jets have been in 10 primetime games. That is the fourth fewest in the NFL. Of course, they have not been on Sunday Night Football since 2011. So, of course, with the addition of Aaron Rodgers, that could mean the sweet return of New York Jets to primetime. Here's another nugget. This one's from Peter King, his Monday morning column. He expects the Jets to get the maximum five primetime games allotted, which is the choice you can make heading into the scheduling. And then 
once you're in the schedule, you could be flexed into additional opportunities. So they could even get more than the five. Five are true primetime games again. Sunday night, Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night, any one of those features. He expects the Jets to be featured in the maximum five. He also bets the Jets will play on Monday night or Sunday night football to kick off the season in week one, whether that be against the Philadelphia Eagles or Buffalo Bills. It's his prediction. And overall, he believes the Jets will be featured in 11 or 12 national TV games. That could also indicate the America's wow. Game of the Week or things of that nature. Gunny, are you ready for Jets in primetime? Do you want them in primetime? Because I sure as hell do. I'm ready for the Jets to be in the center of all of this. What say you? I've heard a lot of dads out there say 1 o'clock is the true elite time, <laughs> so I don't want no primetime and getting up early, going to work. Where do you stand, Gunny, in all this? Hey, as you know, I'm a father of four. You know what I'm saying? I got four babies that I got to chase around <laughs> yes. on a regular basis. Um, and I have heard a lot of individuals bring up a lot of our past, right? The Jets have not done well in primetime games. And and yes, there might be some historical significance to that um, ideology in regards to, yeah, we have not excelled in those games. But for me, give me all the primetime games. I want to see my team when the lights are the brightest. I want to see Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get a, a game against the Miami Dolphins too. They've got a lot of weapons in terms of on the offensive side of the ball that are in, interesting to see. Um, even the healthy Tua is a fun a fun watch as well. I do believe the Jets are going to play several primetime games this year. I, I was not expecting 11 nationally televised games. That to me is very, very interesting. But uh, yeah, give them to me. Put us, put us on the big show. If we're getting Aaron Rodgers, you're getting Aaron Rodgers because you're making a push. This is going to be an entertaining show. At the very least, it's going to be some great content for one Jets drives next season anyway. So uh, I'm all about it, man. I'm all about getting all the prime time, all the highlights, all the, all the love from national television. 100%. It could be sexy. Here's another thing to throw on the docket. Again, they won't make this decision for a little bit. Hard Knocks, the Jets are one of the four eligible teams for Hard yeah. Knocks this year and includes a variety of teams, Chicago, New Orleans, Carolina. There's a lot of rules that you have to be, you can't be a rookie coach and you got to be this coming off this season, not in the playoffs and all these other rules and things of that nature. But the Jets could be involved in Hard Knocks. And one of the leading storylines, I imagine, if the Jets were be able to go there, is Odell Beckham Jr. Jet fans are fighting left and right. And by the way, I don't know why the hell they are. OBJ to New York, bring him to me. Give me what I want. I want Odell Beckham Jr. I can't make that clear enough. People say, oh, he's 30. He has two ACL tears. I don't give a flying hoop, man. When you get Aaron Rodgers, you go all freaking in. Give me all the star talent, all the sex appeal. I want to score as many points as possible. And this Jets defense was top five last year. Give me all the weapons. Give me OBJ, Alan Lazard, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I don't care. Give, give them all to me, baby. I want Odell Beckham Jr. back to New York and shove it in the Giants fat face. Hey, look, here's OBJ. Here's the guy you couldn't have. Watch him catch all these one-handed passes. <laughs> Smash that snatch over here. I want OBJ to New York. Do you, Gunny? Uh, I, I do want OBJ, but I think with within measure. Right. I think for me, sure. when I look at this team right now, I do have some concerns about the offensive line. I, I know a lot of our guys were hurt last year, so we really don't have a good idea of what to expect in terms of a healthy unit. Uh, so I'm excited about seeing these guys healthy, showing what they're really made of. On paper last year, we all thought we were going to have a top 10 O-line. 
unfortunately injuries smacked us around so much we never got to see that come to to fruition so for me when i look at the offensive line i'm shook like i, I i'm i'm okay with us splurging more on that than on an extra weapon when you have a guy like aaron Rodgers, i mean he can elevate guys we didn't even know were automatic weapons on the team anyway so i i have a feeling that with with a guy like Rodgers, you'll see stuff from denzel mims and elijah moore that we didn't think was possible you know after seeing them last year so i think because of that upside of an aaron Rodgers, i want to give him as much time in the pocket as possible uh, and if that means we spent some of that extra money on that, then so be now. If we can go ahead and, and, and have our cake and eat it too, then you know what I'm saying. Then of course, Odell Beckham is an elite weapon, uh, not an elite weapon, a dynamic weapon you can add to this arsenal. He's 30 years old. Yeah, the ACL injuries are concerning, but I've been watching the the workout videos he's been doing. He looks great. Um, of course, when the pads come on, it's a little bit different. But imagine what he could teach a guy like Elijah Moore. Teach a guy like Garrett Wilson. He, this is a guy who's made some incredible highlight plays in this league. Um, what kind of routine is he going through that's allowing him to be be as talented at a, a high level playing as he is? And the last time he played on the team as well, they also won the Super Bowl. So let's not forget that part as well. So, so there's lots to like about OBJ. Uh, but if if you're telling me I have to pick OBJ or money for the O line, I, I, I'm I gotta jump on the O line. I think that's going to be very very important to keeping uh, Aaron Rodgers upright, so he can go ahead and destroy defenses. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of smart things you said, Gunny. No wonder you're Gunny Gumby of the New York Jets situation <laughs> report, for Pete's sake. You know what you're talking about. I, I will just say this. Some of the good news is because there was a report from Diana Rossini out there that OBJ wants in between 15 and $20 million per season, which is kind of wild money. Ridiculous. OBJ came out on Twitter and said, I don't know where the hell that came from. I certainly didn't say that, questioning uh, the reporting of Diana Rossini. He says, all I want to make sure is it, quote, ain't for suggesting that some NFL team floated $4 million per year at him. And by the way, I did a recent yeah. uh, deep dive into that. And $4 million per year, We're ta- here are the receivers in the $4 million per year range. Byron Pringle, Jamal Agnew, these are the receivers. No one, if I'm OBJ, the hell, I'm taking $4 million either. Yeah, that's that's disrespectful. absolutely disrespectful. <laughs> but I do think there is a fine line between Jamal Agnew, with all due respect, and then throwing uh-huh. him inside that top 25-ish range, which would put him in that 15 to $20 million per year range. It sounds like OBJ is willing to take a little less, and there's a lot of smoke. That's all I'm going to say. There's a lot of smoke around OBJ oh, yeah. to the Jets. There's yeah. Zach Rosenblatt. There's Diana Rossini. There's Ritzamini coming out. Uh, so many respect reporters that eventually all the smoke you have to is that fire because it's got to be something if, if there is that Facts. many people saying jets obj i think there's got to be some real here of course aaron Rodgers had obj featured on that wish list mm-hmm. i'm telling you man obj i want score all the the damn points of course you do need the offensive line and we'll share this nugget that's been kind of shared around the jets beat that the jets people have been telling to the beat reporters they feel better about the offensive line than the fans do and i think part of it yeah. is the health if guys come you yep. know elijah tucker's coming off of torn triceps Mackay beckton's played 48 snaps over the last two years so there's a lot of those pieces to the puzzle obviously they have to be figured out but i do agree with you if you're forced to make a choice i'm not sure you have to between offensive line payment and wide receiver maybe you can pay both that's going to be something obviously uh that has to be completely figured out uh from that standpoint there's no question about it but again i would just love to see obj here it'd be great to shove that in the giants face i think that would be delectable gunny i I think it would be be great (laughs) which by the way i just have to i I know you didn't want you like said elite no no i don't want to say elite you can say it gunny elite (laughs) weapon that's what odell beckham jr is baby ob gosh darn j man absolutely you could say it. Feel good about it. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> to the Jets.
Now, I don't know about 13. I know a lot of people have been saying that about Lazard and this. 13, of course, for our younger Jet fans, is Don Maynard. That number is retired. That number is hanging in the rafters. The Pro Football Hall of Famer, God rest his soul, he left us too soon. So 13 staying. Now, 12. Okay, we want to slap 12 on Rodgers, potentially. Rodgers, by the way, was not willing to have that conversation on the McAfee show, saying, you know, we'll kick that can down the road. I have to ask you, Gunny, real quick on that. Again, 13 is a non-starter for me because, obviously, right. Don Maynard unfortunately passed away. But if Joe Namath is cool sharing the 12, I think we should all be cool because he wore the number. What say you? Are you cool with the 12 getting dusted off and slapped on Rodgers' back? Facts. I, I am. I am. When when the goat himself that that that's literally opening that door for him says yes, I'd be more than honored to have Aaron Rodgers share my number. Who are we to go ahead and sit there and be like, oh my God, no, frown the noises upon it. Look, if Aaron Rodgers wants number twelve and it's okay with Joe, it's okay with me. Uh, at the end of the day, I just want a happy Aaron Rodgers in, in the building. And if Joe's willing to go ahead and do that, then who are we to go ahead and say no? How dare you go ahead and infringe upon Joe's legacy? That's like saying he's inviting Aaron his, to his house, and we're like, no, Aaron Rodgers, you can't go into his house how dare you accept the invitation yeah. <laughs> to go into joe's house so for me i'm all about it um it would have been a different thing if if joe had not given his blessing on it and had put it out there i would have probably been more hesitant you know what i'm saying he is one of our legends uh but the fact that he of put course. it out there and made it so much easier for it to be a conversation i'm 100 on board with seeing aaron Rodgers uh rock number 12 all right, let's go with a couple quickies here before we get you out of here, Gunny. Of course, the great Gunny, gosh darn Gumby. There's a lot of G's there. Alliteration, baby. Um, NY Jets Situation Report uh, joining us here on the sickest New York Jets podcast on the planet. And I have to ask you, let's talk about center. It seems like the Jets, it's kind of like Connor McGovern called the Jets. And uh, they said, don't call us back. We'll call you. It seems yeah. like there's not going to be a match made in heaven. There's been exploring a lot of different avenues. Jake Brendel, the Jets tried to chat with. He ended up staying in san francisco and most recently uh the latest sex appeal is uh, ben jones formerly the tennessee titans coming off a pro bowl year and a lot of connections of course to the titans uh, members on the staff that are now here of course keith carter todd downing and things of that nature are you all in on ben jones of course uh he has been incredibly durable during his career but a lot of concussion issues yeah. last year some retirement rumors yep. floating out of there in tennessee do you want ben jones to be the next center of the jets if not who do you want yeah, Ben Jones to me is somebody that that was intriguing, right? I, I looked at looked some of the tape to get a better understanding of him. He's a Mauler technician. Um, this is a guy you bring him in right now who understands where the offensive line is trying to go. Uh, we did just hire their offensive line uh, coach to be our offensive line coach. Uh, I I like him because of his experience within the scheme. Um, and I like him because this is a veteran presence you're bringing in with Aaron Rodgers. I think this is something you do because you want Aaron Rodgers to be as comfortable as possible at being able to do what he's got to do in, in dissecting the plays and a veteran center who can also do his part to make sure the proper um, reads are getting put out there for the offensive line. I would, If we do that, if, if Ben becomes the guy that we bring in, I do think that a piece in the draft is is definitely something we should consider. Um, whether that's in the third round, fourth round, I think we should bring in a center that has some upside. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them that has some upside that can go ahead and sit behind Ben and learn a little bit. I don't think Ben's going to come in and play for more than a couple of years, right? Might be the same thing with, with Rodgers. Comes in for two years and they call it a day. Uh, but the the concussion concerns are always a concern when it comes to the league. You never know taking the kind of hit you're going to take that's going to put you out for several games. So having somebody behind him, a young guy that can come in, learn the ropes, and then potentially become his successor would be the route that I would go. But now I'm I like uh, what I've seen in Ben. Um, hoping he stays healthy. And, but that's definitely a move you make because you want Aaron Rodgers to not have to overthink much when he comes to him uh, calling protections and whatnot on the on, on offensive plays. 
100%. A couple of quick nuggets here on Ben Jones, which I find fascinating. He's been in the league since 2012. He's only played for two teams. It's the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans. He's missed seven games in 11 years, people. Let's wrap that around. Seven yeah. games in 11 years, yeah. and five of those came last year during the concussion yeah. issues. This guy is the pillar of durability and consistency. I would love to see him, obviously, uh, come to the Jets. And to your point, 33 years old, will be 34 before the start of the 2023 season. Not that I don't have a problem with a few men with some silver whiskers in the beard, different taste right, for different right. people. But I think you're right. I think you have to invest a little bit of that uh, day two capital, perhaps, as a guy that can learn from him, nurture, yep. grow, serenade one Ben Jones, and learn from osmosis all the energies that he can bring to the table so you can be ready if and when Ben Jones ultimately walks away exactly. from that standpoint. Gunny, last one before we get you out of here. I love this question, so I'll throw it at you. All right. What free agent okay. are you the most upset about that the Jets did not sign? Someone that was on your wish list, perhaps, that you were hoping the Jets would sign, and ultimately they did not. He ultimately, whoever that player is, signed with a different team. Who is that player for you, Gunny? For me, it's Gardner. You know, the, the safety mm. from the Eagles. Yes. Um, just DGJ. seeing that he's yes. going back to Detroit. Uh, for peanuts, I was just like, "What peanuts?" I expected him to be getting a lot more money, um, which is why we might have been out of the conversation. But I was at least hoping it was something that could be on the radar. But but he just he's going to Detroit now for on a one year deal, and he's 26 years old. This kid, I think, was tied for the league league in interceptions this past year, so he's a ball hawk. Um, he's rangy. Uh, I I was really hoping he'd be somebody we bring into the building uh, and have a conversation, and we didn't. That to me. Is a little. I'm still upset about it. I won't lie. Still a little upset about it. I think he would have been a difference maker on the backside of the defense. Um, a ball hawk safety. I mean, really, like, what, what else could you ask for? You already got the cover guys in, at the cornerback position. Um, you got the big hitters if you want to keep Jordan Whitehead or, or Chuck, Chuck Clark. They, those guys up to hit, right? And then this would be your guy that's just picking the ball out of the air when it's thrown. So for me, that hurt. I really wanted to see him uh, in gangrene, um, but he's at, in Detroit now. So looking forward to seeing what these guys do with the safety position. I know we have some question marks about that position still. Can't believe it was that cheap either. I was like, son yeah, of a – I'll just – I'll answer the own question, though. I'll stay on the Eagles defense, Fletcher Cox, baby. I've wanted this guy for some time. I had the pleasure Ooh, okay. of actually my parents uh, live out in Mississippi. I'm at the airport. A guy passes me. I'm like, is that Fletcher Cox, Mississippi State? So I run up. We take a picture. We we meet. We you know exchange some contact info. Fletcher Cox, I'm like, yeah, baby. That was a bunch of years ago. Wow. We were still starting for the Eagles. So, yeah, it was uh, the random occurrences. And just because I know all the NFL teams and all the players, I recognized them immediately. I'm like, Fletcher Cox? I went, yeah. I'm like, hey, Fletcher Cox. I'm Boy Green. Who the hell are you? So we, uh, <laughs> we spent some time chatting. And I'm telling you, man, Fletcher Cox would have been perfect. Mwah. Chef's kick, quitting William Fletcher got going nasty in the middle, making all kinds of wreaking havoc. And apparently, the Did Jets he? offered him even more money to go to uh, to New York over Philly. Man, that one kills me. That he ultimately went back to Philly. So Chauncey, wow, I didn't, even, days. Yeah, 100%. I didn't even hear that one yet. I didn't hear that yeah, one. So, oh, wait, we offered yeah, him. Yeah. We offered him more money, and he's staying in Philly. We did. Yep, yep. The Jets what? offered him more money to stay, but he just wanted to stay, which I understand he was drafted by that organization, wanted yeah. to stay there, I suppose. But still, they got tough. The he would have been the perfect addition to the team. Jets offered him more money. They Man. aggressively tried to pursue him. But ultimately, no dice. That's, you know, so a bit of a bummer. We'll see what the Jets ultimately do. The options are dwindling in free agency. So maybe yeah. Joe Douglas has something up his sleeve, has some creative trade to bring somebody in. <laughs> Aaron Donald. Can I ask you I'm a question? Kidding. 
Yeah, I know it's your show. Can I ask you a question? Do you think we're we're dragging our feet on free agents? (laughs) Yeah. Do you think we're dragging our feet on free agents right now based off of the fact that we're trying to keep the the capital aside for the Aaron Rodgers trade? Is that kind of like hampering us in regards to being able to move forward? Great question. And Gunny, you can ask me as many gastron questions as you want, baby. And uh, I will tell you this. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No. To me, I feel like, again, there is a general understanding. This is what I believe, that there's a general understanding. Right now, Aaron Rodgers is a jet. His spirit is a jet. His mana is a jet. Mm -hmm. The only thing that isn't a jet is his lifeless carcass hanging out there in Malibu. They just need to drag that lifeless body, shove it on a jet, and their private jet its ass over here. So Aaron Rodgers, as far as everything concerned, is a New York jet, and the Jets have budgeted appropriately for what that looks like. So, no, I know a lot of fans, like the Chauncey Gardner thing, a lot of Jet fans are saying, man, that's why if this Aaron Rodgers thing would have been done, we would have gotten Chauncey Gardner or insert player that shook free and went somewhere else. I don't believe that at all. I don't believe Joe Douglas is sitting on his hands. He realizes this is an all-in kind of year. They know they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Now they're trying to figure out all the rest of the pieces. It's just a weird staring contest between the Jets and Packers. Ultimately, though, I do believe that Aaron Rodgers will be a member of the Jets. And the Jets, as soon as that's official, I'm sure that'll be a little easier as opposed to we're going to have him. Well, I'm sure some free agents are like, well, you don't yet. But I'm sure that they're kind of rubbing elbows saying we're getting Aaron Rodgers and that will coax and lure other players here uh, to New York. I truly believe that. So, no, no hold up there. I don't believe, Gunny. All right. Any other questions you have for me, Gunny? Any? Hmm? No, that was it, brother. That was it. All right. Well, well, beautiful. I've I've got a question for each and every fan watching at home. Why the hell haven't you already subscribed to Gunny Gumby of NY Jet Situation <laughs> Report on friggin' YouTube? Make sure you do it. You can simply search for NY Jet Situation Report and make sure you guys show all the love you show here on the sickest New York Jets podcast on the planet, the sick podcast with Boy Green, as you do from a man, Gunny. Gunny, thank you so much for joining me, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Uh, There he is, everybody, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another episode of The Sick Podcast with Boy Green. Make sure you like the video and hit subscribe down below for more juicy New York Jets content here on the program. We'll see you next week. See you there. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Boy Green on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.